as we now find ourselves navigating our way through this Lenten season, I would like to offer a brief reflection from a portion of Scripture. The text comes from the book of Joel, the second chapter, verses 12 and 13, and it reads in this way. Even now, declares the Lord, return to me with all your heart, with fasting and weeping and mourning. Rend your heart and not your garments. Return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and abounding in love, and he relents from sending calamity. My title for this brief reflection is God is Calling Even Now. We are living in a world that is plagued with violent international conflict, domestic political chaos, and even internal tensions within our own lives that are disturbing to our conscience and cause heaviness in our hearts. But today I would like to remind us all that even now, in the midst of conflict, chaos, and tension, that, that God is inviting us all to, to launch our Lenten journey from a posture of humility, self-examination, prayer, fasting, and repentance. For God wants to lead us to a place of love, restoration, justice, healing, and peace. Therefore, this Lenten season is, a, is an opportunity for renewal. The question is, well, where do we begin? Well, thanks be to God, we are not left without guidance. The first verse of the text that I read from Joel says, Even now, declares the Lord, return to me with all your heart with fasting and weeping. I'd like us to use our imagination a bit and journey back in time, placing ourselves in the presence of the prophet Joel. And we would find that they, at that time, just like us today, were also living through difficult social conditions and harsh realities. Through the lens of social historical criticism, we know that their lived experience for generations included drought, famine, hunger, extreme poverty, sickness, disease, and genocide. There were also military invasions that snatched people from their freedoms and subjected them to years of captivity and prolonged hardships. There were political tensions, violence, exploitation of the poor, injustice, and of course, there were governing authorities, both secular and religious, that made unholy alliances with people, principles, policies, and practices that stood antithetical to God's love, justice, and peace. It is very fair to say that collectively, they had an abundance of struggle and tension, and they were overwhelmed and in despair. But it is in this context of despair and desolation that we hear the prophetic voice summoning the people with a divine invitation to return to God. Even now, declares the Lord, return to me with all your heart, with fasting and weeping and mourning. 
When God, through the prophet, says even now, he means when things seem to be hopelessly headed in the wrong direction, when you are battered and bruised by conditions imposed upon you, and when you are hurt by our own proclivity towards sin, there isn't a better time than now to return to God. The prophet passionately pleads, rend your heart and not your garments. So God is calling for more than outward expressions of sorrow and grief. God's invitation is purpose towards an inward transformation of the heart, a heart that is stirred by the grace of God and moved to repentance and action. The, prop the prophetic voice reminded them of God's mercy. Return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and abounding in love, and he relents from sending calamity. Back then, they were plagued with the difficulty and the, and the harsh realities that I described, and, and their hearts wandered away from God. Today, we are also challenged and wander from God in our own ways. It seems as though that it is easier to launch civilians into space than it is to collectively love our neighbors. Even now, loving our neighbors is proving to be a challenge. But we are called to value and honor the sacred lives of people that God has placed in our path. We are called to love our companions along life's journey. Love is more than a feeling, it takes work and action. So here's the good news. Ash Wednesday was the beginning of the Lenten season. And on that day and through the Lenten journey, we are reminded and we remember that we have been formed from the dust of the earth and that we are called to repentance. The Lenten season is a period of time that leads up to the celebration of the resurrection of Jesus the Christ. And during this period of time, Tradition summons us to a place of self-examination, reflection, and sacrifice. We ponder the frailty of our humanity. We explore relevant questions such as, who is God for us and who are we for God? And in this Lenten season, we are challenged with, what is love calling us to be to our neighbors? the ones who are close to us and in this world. Many of us are led to the act of giving up something during this season. Some of us will give up meat and replace it with fish. Some of us will give up something that we really like, such as a, a latte, an ice cream, or potato chips. But there's more to it than that. You see, fasting helps us to clearly to see clearly beyond the distractions of our busy lives. And, and fasting helps us to hear from God. And as we fast, we are cautioned to be watchful so that we don't fall into a legalism that, or thinking that fasting has earned us something. Or that we don't fall into a prideful feeling that we are more spiritual than others as we walk around with a sad look on our face because we are fasting. We're also led to prayer time. 
And prayer time enables us to enter into and engage the sacred space of dialogue with God. It's a two-way dialogue. Not only do we get to talk to God, but we get to hear from God. It's good to talk with God. It's good to hear from God. Have you ever been in a relationship with someone and, and didn't talk to them? It doesn't work out. But in this Lenten season, we're also led to repentance. And repentance is the act of recognizing and turning away from our sin. But repentance involves more than an isolated act of turning away from sin. Because turning from sin is half the equation. We must not only turn from our sin, but we must turn to God, receiving and embracing the love of God, the grace of God, God's forgiveness, God's mercy, and God's guidance. So in closing, I would just like to say that there are things other than food that we can give up or abstain from. We can give up bitterness, unforgiveness, and harmful rhetoric. Not only can we be led to give up things, but we can also add some things into our daily lives. We can strive towards functioning and living from a posture of love, joy, peace, and forbearance. We can add prayerfulness, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. During this Lenten season and beyond, we can be the love of God in action and I believe that God promises forgiveness and will grant us renewal. In Jesus' name, amen.